Hello, I'm Father Joe Roche of the Marian Fathers of the Immaculate Conception. Thank you for joining us as we continue with our year-long journey reading the diary of St. Maria Faustina Kowalska from beginning to end. Today we take up from where we left off, beginning with diary entry number 77. Darkness and Temptations My mind became dimmed in a strange way. No truth seemed clear to me. When people spoke to me about God, my heart was like a rock. I could not draw from it a single sentiment of love for him. When I tried, by an act of the will, to remain close to him, I experienced great torments, and it seemed to me that I was only provoking God to an even greater anger. It was absolutely impossible for me to meditate as I had been accustomed to do in the past. I felt in my soul a great void, and there was nothing with which I could fill it. I began to suffer from a great hunger and yearning for God, but I saw my utter powerlessness. I tried to read slowly, sentence by sentence, and to meditate in this way, but this also was of no avail. I understood nothing of what I had read. The abyss of my misery was constantly before my eyes. Every time I entered the chapel for some spiritual exercise, I experienced even worse torments and temptations. More than once, all through Holy Mass, I had to struggle against blasphemous thoughts which were forcing themselves to my lips. I felt an aversion for the Holy Sacraments, and it seemed to me that I was not profiting from them in any way. It was only out of obedience to my confessor that I frequented them, and this blind obedience was for me the only path I could follow and my very last hope of survival. The priest explained to me that these were trials sent by God, and that in the situation I was in, not only was I not offending God, but I was most pleasing to him. This is a sign, he told me, that God loves you very much, and that he has great confidence in you, since he is sending you such trials. But these words brought me no comfort. It seemed to me that they did not apply to me at all. One thing did surprise me. It often happened that, at the time when I was suffering greatly, these terrible torments would disappear suddenly just as I was approaching the confessional. But as soon as I had left the confessional, all these torments would again seize me with even greater ferocity. I would then fall on my face before the Blessed Sacrament, repeating these words, Even if you kill me, still will I trust reference to Job 13.15. It seemed to me that I would die in these agonies, but the most terrible thought for me was the conviction that I had been rejected by God. Then other thoughts came to me. Why strive to acquire virtues and do good works? Why mortify and annihilate yourself? What good is it to take vows, to pray, to sacrifice and immolate yourself? Why sacrifice myself all the time? What good is it if I am already rejected by God? Why all these efforts? And here God alone knew what was going on in my heart. Once when I was being crushed by these dreadful sufferings, I went into the chapel and said from the bottom of my soul, Do what you will with me, O Jesus. I will adore you in everything. May your will be done in me 
O my Lord and my God, and I will praise your infinite mercy. Through this act of submission, these terrible torments left me. Suddenly, I saw Jesus, who said to me, I am always in your heart. An inconceivable joy entered my soul, and a great love of God set my heart aflame. I see that God never tries us beyond what we are able to suffer. Oh, I fear nothing. If God sends such great suffering to a soul, he upholds it with an even greater grace, although we are not aware of it. One act of trust at such moments gives greater glory to God than whole hours passed in prayer filled with consolations. Now I see that if God wants to keep a soul in darkness, no book, no confessor can bring it light. Here we see the terrible interior sufferings that St. Faustina had to endure as a victim soul. Hopefully none of us will have to go through what she had to. Feeling rejected by God is like the torment of the damned. Perhaps she had to endure this type of suffering to save some souls from hell. The evil one obviously also wanted to discourage Faustina and to cause her to sin, but she held on. Again, I think of the time that Jesus spent in the desert before his public ministry. He was tempted, but he did not give in. Recently, our Holy Father said, don't dialogue with the evil one. Jesus triumphed by quoting the word of God. St. Faustina submitted to God's will and accepted her sufferings. And then God consoled her, and Jesus told her that he was always in her heart. Sometimes Jesus is just looking for us to accept his will and to surrender our own. Then he lifts the burden. Let us trust in Jesus. He will never abandon us, even if sometimes it seems that he has. He is always near. Let's ask the Lord to strengthen our faith so that we can persevere till the end. Please follow or subscribe to this podcast to receive the latest episodes and updates. If you have enjoyed this podcast, I invite you to leave a review. Reviews greatly improve our podcast ranking and will help other people throughout the world find St. Faustina's Diary in a Year. Remember, Jesus promised St. Faustina in Diary number 1075 Souls who spread the honor of divine mercy are protected by God like an infant by a gentle mother. Please help us spread the message of divine mercy. Thank you, and God bless you. Visit shopmercy.org to order your copy of Divine Mercy in My Soul, the diary of St. Maria Faustina Kowalska. It's available in print in English, Spanish, and Polish, and in English as an ebook. Available now on shopmercy.org. Are you enjoying this podcast? I invite you to listen to more shows brought to you by the Marian Fathers of the Immaculate Conception. Join us daily for enriching spiritual content, which will help you on your journey 
with Jesus Christ. Simply visit divinemercyplus.org for a complete list of our shows. That's divinemercyplus.org.